everyone to The Awakened Catholic Show. Welcome. Uh, we are here at the Momentum 21 Conference uh, with Catholic Marketing Network. I am joined today by Joseph Michael Tabers. Did yeah, I get that right? Yes, you got it. Uh, there's only Joe an M fine. here. There's only an M on your business card, but I was like, I'm going to go for it. I'm going to go I for like it. it. Uh, Joseph, thanks so much for joining me today. We're going to be talking about blooming where you are planted and the, and the book you've written called God Has Great Plans for You. We're going to talk about your work as a coach um, and uh, as an author and, and just the, your, your shop. You have a, a bookstore. bookstore would you, blah, 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 I can't speak. Uh, would you call it a bookstore? or Books and gifts. Books and gifts. Yeah. Okay, fantastic. So, Joseph, you're doing some awesome stuff for the kingdom, uh, impacting hearts and minds everywhere. All of that is going to be coming up right after this. Welcome everyone to the Awakened Catholic Show. Before we begin, I gotta let you know, this episode and our entire presence here at the Momentum 21 Conference with Catholic Marketing Network is sponsored by Select International Tours. If you don't know Select International Tours, there is a part of your life that could be better by knowing about Select International Tours. In fact, we're going on two trips with them this year, one to Paris and Lourdes, as well as to the Holy Land. If you wanna learn more about Select, there's actually so many different pilgrimages. Those are just the two that we're doing with them. Visit selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken, but only if you want your life to be better. Only if you want uh, to be closer to God. Otherwise, don't bother. Don't bother, because that's what it would do for you. Joseph, welcome to the Awaken Catholic Show. Thank you. I was actually uh, doing an interview yesterday with Sister John Dominic from the Dominican Sisters of Mary, Mother of the Eucharist. Um, and she said to me, as you were walking by, she's like, you got to do an interview with that guy. Uh, that's, that's a good nice. guy. She's, she's a good lady. Yeah, yeah, so do you live near there? Yeah, you wouldn't believe it. We could ride our bike to their mother house. So they're just oh. literally down the same dirt road we're on, but about three and a half miles down the road. That's down awesome. Yeah. That's a long dirt road. Yeah, it is. Uh, Joseph, so she um, she spoke highly of you. You what, what She introduced you as a, a coach, a personal coach. Um, and I, I think that's such an important uh, field to be in because people need guidance. People need help sorting out the, the, the challenges that they face. And the, you know, I, I don't want to put words in your mouth as far as trying to describe the field you're in. But sure. if you could maybe explain uh, better than I could what it is you're doing. Sure. Uh, thanks, Nick. And primarily the, the focus of what I do is helping people be more effective with relationships in a nutshell. So... I often say that in the business world, for example, you've got leaders, teams, and within those teams, people that have customers, right? So serving others is what everybody has to do every day at work. Yes. So what I regard, so my, my focus has always been, how do we serve better? Whether I'm a leader, how do I serve better? Whether I'm a team member, how do I serve my team? Or if I'm a, a person that has customer contact, how do I serve our customers internally or externally? Yes. And when that happens, we're bringing whether, whether they're faith-based or not, they're bringing Christ into the workplace. And that's, that's my passion and focus. That's awesome. Yeah. So, so you do have clients that are both uh, Christian and non-Christian clients, right? Correct. Yeah, how do you, how do you navigate, because uh, it seems to me that you're a very Christ-oriented person. Um, how do you navigate working with non-Christian clients and wanting to bless their lives through the insights you have in our faith and stuff without like overstepping and, and it becoming like a weird thing? Yeah. I. I Kind of take the the cues from them, but I don't. I don't. How do you want to say? I'm not blatant about pushing me on them. Okay. It's not about me. It's about 
their growth. So I try to meet them where they're at and find out what would you like to do? Where would you like to be more effective? And if a company is paying for that for them, what do you think your employer wants you to get out of this coaching process? And it may be once a month for six months, it may be twice a month for six months. So part of it depends on what's the goal that they have and their employer might have with them getting any kind of development or skill building. That makes sense, that makes sense. What kind of um, degree do you need to have? Like what was your course of study to, to be what you are now? What's, what's interesting is I'm one of those backdoor guys, so okay. not the traditional route. In fact, uh, when I went through when I went through my um, uh, high school years and I was thinking about college, it was like, which, which courses would I like? So I took a psychology course in, in a local college and I, um, I took a labor studies course in a local college. And what frustrated me was there's so many, so many prerequisites that you need in order to get to the core material. And I thought, you know, why don't I just start self-studying? So I, I, I became a voracious reader and I I remember reading Abraham Lincoln was self-taught. Yeah, that. there you go. And I started reading about all these people that were readers that self-taught. So I took the non-traditional route and I read all the books I could on relationship building, human development, uh, how, to, how to become a better person. And along, along the way with that, of course, Catholicism, I had, before the catechism came out, there was one called the Catechism of the Catholic Church and it wasn't an official catechism, yeah. but it was uh, a pre, pre-version. And I was just fascinated about not only developing myself as a better person, but how we can help others grow in our circle of influence. Yeah, and I, I actually, um, I've read, I think I've read the catechism you're referring to. Uh, I studied it when I was in college, and it actually, it is actually beautiful. Like, yes. it is, it's very insightful. There's, there's a lot to be gained from it if we're talking about the same book, so. Probably. Um, yeah. The big, thick one. Got yeah, it's, got it, was it like a goldish color? Uh, like a green and gold. Green yeah. and gold, yeah, okay. Um, I'm gonna have to go back to my shelf and, yeah, and see if yeah, that's what I was yeah. thinking of. But anyways, that's super cool. I love that you just kind of had this this zeal to to help people in this way, and uh, and you you investigated, you self-taught. I think that's so so important, especially in in the era that we're in right now with YouTube's and the like. There's so many online courses now that aren't even like affiliated with a university or something. I really think we're gonna find ourselves. Maybe, maybe a decade from now, 15 years maybe, we're gonna find ourselves in a totally different landscape when it comes to the education, uh, not only the education system, but the expectations uh, from employers on what it takes to be considered you know, uh, valid for a certain Agreed, role. Nick, yeah, you know, you know, what makes a person effective uh, is the total person, right? Yes. It's, it's you know, if you look at the word productivity, we think of someone who produces something, you know, some, somebody that produces a product or a service. And uh, in fact, my company's name is Productive Training. And I always thought about how do we, be, how do we become more productive, not in a uh, mechanical sense, but in a holistic sense, you know, how, how do we help more people reach more, reach more lives? And in the Catholic sense, save more souls. You know, how do we, yeah. how do we grow spiritually and also professionally, personally? When I do work, I focus on the personal professional first, and very often that, that might lead to a spiritual conversation later yes. in the process, but I don't start there. You yeah. Know, I meet people where they're at. If you're, if you're watching the stream right now, either on YouTube or on Facebook, if you have any questions for Mr. Joseph Tabers about uh, personal development or co- you know, coaching or any, anything that we're talking about here, feel free to leave a comment. I, I'll be look, glancing over to see the comments every, every once in a while. Um, so there are, are two people I want to connect you with uh, that I know that I think that there would be a real instant connection. Uh, one is my dad. Um, so my dad is also a coach. Um, he got his degree in, uh, 
in industrial psychology. Um, and then the other is a good friend of mine. His name is Andrew Reinhardt. Uh, he's the host of the Awakened Catholic show called Physically Spiritual. Um, and he is just starting to get into the, the world of coaching, and he's in the middle of training on certain, uh, for certain certifications and stuff. And he is just, um, he was actually my mentor when I was coming into faith. Yeah. Um, and one of the things that he uh, emphasizes a lot in, in his practice and in his studies and, and his presentations, and very, very acutely his show, Physically Spiritual, is this idea of the entire person. Yeah. Um, the, the interconnectedness and, and, and really the lack of division between the different elements of our being. Sure. Um, and and uh, I think that there's just so much value in what you were articulating of, of really like uh, the entire person is, is an employee, not just when he's like uh, performing his tasks Correct. in that job title. Like yeah. he, everything he is, what he's bringing from home, the drama he has with his friends, whatever, you know, his wounds from his childhood, all of that is who you hired. You know, mm -hmm. or uh, and then for you as a leader, or or in whatever role yeah. you're in, all of that is impacting the work you're doing, regardless of whatever. Yeah. It's impacting your relationships. You, there is no world in which uh, the you know when you were in fifth grade when you got made fun of on the playground one time that that there's no world in which that isn't in somehow butterfly affecting your marriage you know <laughs> so I, I think that there's just a ton of value for the type of insight that you're bringing to the table uh, as a coach and, and some of the things that you're emphasizing I think that's really important good yeah well I, I often use an analogy of a bicycle the rear wheel of a bicycle is where the power is for most people the sprocket right and it pushes you forward those rear wheel skills are often what well, we had training in. The training could be, you know, if I'm a welder or a plumber or an electrician, mm -hmm. it's the technical skills we learned or a trade we learned or how to work with our hands, but yet the front wheel is what would you steer with? And that's your communication, your relationships, mm -hmm. your ability to ask good questions, uh, all the things that help technical or any skills get applied with other human beings. You know, I often have, have uh, run into people that are brilliant with a skill, but they don't have the ability to uh, interface with either a large group of people or be a great team member. They could be the smartest group person on the team and be the worst team member. Right. So part of it is that whole aspect of not just the, the, the uh, professional, it's the social yes. and the 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 team and the environment that you're in, you know, the bloom of your planet, back to that. Yes, absolutely. And, and so uh, I want to I get into your book a little bit. Sure. Let's talk about to. your book. So you told me that you kind of geared this book towards, was it 17 through, what was the Yeah, range? So, so years ago, I, I've done a lot of, most of my work has been with adults. I studied adult learning, and my passion is helping people learn interactively, you know, instead of just lecture-based. And so I thought for many years, you know, the, the problems I see are often with people that have either young adults or even when I was a young adult, you struggle with what am I supposed to do with my, my talent as I get older and what, mm -hmm. you know, pick a lane, you know, what lane? <laughs> uh, you hear all those advice. And so part of it was how do you discern what you think you should do versus what you think God's called you to do? Yes. And so I wrote the simple book called God Has Great Plans for You. And even the title came during prayer, not once, twice, but like a half a dozen times. It's like, okay. That's going to be the title. Yes. Tell them God has great plans for them. I'll do that. Subtitle, a guide to your clarifying your calling and increasing your happiness. That's beautiful. So the, the premise is we have to ask the right questions in order to get the answers. Mm -hmm. So the book is laid out in simply eight chapters. 
that help take any person, be it 17 to 27 year old, even had a, a few parents along the way saying, I got more out of it than my kid did, I think. <laughs> uh, but the, the point is it helps someone go through a process of looking at where they are. So for example, you and I have friends. If we looked at all the friends we have, you know, why do we have the friends we have? What's God telling you by those relationships? Mm. And then you look at the family that you have, your aunts, uncles, and who are your favorite aunts and uncles and why? What do they do that you admire? You know, what is that tugging at your heart about mm -hmm. that aunt or uncle? And I remember doing that as a young man. You start writing it on paper about what, are, what are the kind of friends do I have? What do they tell me about me? What kind of relatives do I admire and respect? And then teachers, who are my favorite teachers and why? Mm -hmm. And then if you have a job, you know, who's my favorite boss or coworker and why? Once someone starts asking all those questions, they begin to form a little bit of a picture about the kind of person that they want to become is yeah. probably like the things they're admiring and all those people around them. That's the yes. first chapter. And I, and I love your subtitle, uh, a guide to help clarify your calling and increase your happiness. That, that last portion, increase your happiness. Like everybody wants to be happy. Amen. Everybody yeah. wants to be happy. And so, much of a, so many of us live so much of our lives doing exactly the opposite of what will make us happy which yeah. is first and foremost a relationship with God and, and a right relationship with yeah. God and finding our identity in God's plans for us and, and uh, who we are in relationship with him. And it, yeah. it all starts there. It all starts in the pursuit of happiness and actually not being counterproductive towards that. Yeah, and if you think about happiness, uh, you know, there's a lot of research on it, but the bottom line of all the research I've done over the years is simply when you serve another human being, you're gonna be happier. If you serve more than yes. one human being, you're gonna increase your, you know. So the, the more you, you know, it goes back to the first commandment, love God and neighbor. Well, how do you love, will you serve God and neighbor? How yes. do you do that? Lots of ways, lots of different avenues, be it nurse, you know, uh, hand skill, you know, all the, I love the technical trades because I was a car guy, you know, mm. I, I grew up as an auto mechanic, so I knew how to fix things. So I love people that, you know, Wood shop, metal shop, you name it. I took all those shop classes. Those things teach basic skills that you can use, just like St. Joseph, right? The woodworker. <laughs> you can use to make a good living and serve other people with your hands. Yes. My brother was a painter his whole life, professional painter. Sister is a hairdresser. And I can go on and on. You know, everybody gets gifts. And then if they enjoy giving those gifts away, happiness is the easy byproduct. Amen. And God gets honored in that process with all those relationships you touch, right? All the circle. Amen. I love that. So where can people find you and, and the work you're doing? Uh, easiest place is probably ProductiveTraining.com. Okay. Uh, and that lists all our services we provide for business and personal primarily. Uh, we've got some recorded courses they could take or they can you know, just explore a little bit, poke around some free resources there as well. Awesome. Awesome. And I, and I included the, the links to those two uh, sites, your your training, uh, or your coaching rather, oh yeah, it is training, uh, and then your shop, it's all in the description of this video. Um, guys, follow up uh, with Joseph um, and check out his book. Please please check that out. I think there's a lot of important messages in there and uh, really appreciate you meeting with me here. Absolutely, if they wanna get a copy, check out Our Lady of Grace bookstore. We can mail it anywhere in the country or beyond, so I'd be happy to do that. Brilliant, brilliant. All right, everybody, this episode has been sponsored by Select International Tours. To learn more about Select, check out the pilgrimages we're taking with them uh, later this year and uh, all the other pilgrimages they're doing. Also, they're just a great company that you should get to know. There's a selectinternationaltours.com slash awaken. 
Thank you, Brother Joseph. Uh, this has been awesome. And to all of you watching or listening to this episode, I need you to know one thing before we go. Jesus loves you.